What up, everybody? Welcome to the LOD Podcast. I am Larry Alexander, and I am here with a special guest who is actually going to turn into more than just a guest in this podcast. I got my man Jamie here. What up, bro? What's up, bro? Yo. Hey. How you doing? Thank you. I appreciate it. First, I don't want to cut you off, but I just appreciate you uh, bringing me on board. Yes, sir. Uh, If... The crowd people don't know that how I build a relationship with you. It's always been great vibes with you. So I am truly honored by just being next to you and being able to have a conversation and an open dialogue about life pretty much. So thank you, bro. Yeah, man. I I appreciate you coming on and and yo, that first episode, I loved having you as our first guest on our first episode for the LOD podcast. It was a fire conversation. I think to this day. It's like the most played really episode, yeah. Wow. It's the most played episode. And uh, so a lot of great feedback from that episode. And so we've been talking, right? We've been talking about uh, bringing you on board and, and yeah. your willingness to come on and, and be, you know, not, not only a guest anymore, but be part of this podcast yeah. and be a regular. So uh, I'm excited for that. Great topics. Oh, yeah. Great topics. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of great (laughs) conversations uh, coming up. Uh, And I'm just excited just because uh, I know you're you're a great man. You have a lot of wisdom, uh, a lot of insight. And and I think there's just going to be you're you're just going to bring a lot of value to this to this podcast, bro. So uh, likewise, bro. Likewise. I wouldn't be sitting here if I knew that we were not going to dive deep into right. good conversation. So Appreciate it, bro. Likewise, bro. Yo, so how, how you been, man? Let, let, let's talk about that. So we kind of, we were talking before before we started recording, and we, we, we had a dope, super dope conversation. Yeah. Um, but I want to dive in a little a little deeper on, on what we, you know, talked about. And and uh, we, we've been, there's been this topic that... Uh, I actually recently was able to go on the Necked Out podcast with Beast and yeah. Usika, and we we're talking about toxic masculinity, right? And yeah, and um, we we dove deep into uh, you know accountability and and the importance of having people around you and having other men to actually have conversations, right? And and yeah. build each other up and all that and. And that's one of the things that I love every time I, I've I've had a conversation with you. Yeah. Is that I feel like I come out of it better. Right? Yeah. I come out I feel like I come out of it having learned something new. Yeah. Uh and and something that's gonna help me build uh off of what where where I already am right now, right? Yeah. So um so I w I wanna I wanna bring that one of those conversations into this episode and, and yeah. Let's just talk, and I hope that those listening can get something out of it as far as, you know, seeing the importance of talking and, and having conversations with, with other men and, and being open and being real and uh, and all the other wisdom that we're getting ready to drop, yeah, right? Bro. So let's get into it. So how you been? Man, you know, you know, we talked before. Yeah. Uh, it's been a real challenge. When you saw the last podcast, I was like on Mount Everest, yeah. and uh, now I'm good now. But yeah, um, 
knowing the energy that I had now, then, yeah. Yeah. then now it's totally completely different just You're because, right. you know, I just had a life altering moment with myself. Mm. Um, being that I was really over excessively working out and, you know, trying to see a better light at the end of the tunnel with my life, mm. just seeing like progressive steps and just trying to inspire people to be better as yeah. people. Yeah. Um, and through that was my filter was working out, you know, I was a basketball player. So for me, my filter was like, all right, physically pushing myself to the ultimate limit. Huh. Um, Kobe is a big inspiration of mine. So yeah. like for me, I took his death like bad. Yo, it really hit. Yeah. That that Yeah. Have you heard of this rapper just real quick <laughs> sidetrack? Yeah. But have you heard of uh I think his name is Amine, something like that? No. So he's from Portland and he wrote this he just released an album and it seem it seems like like the whole album he he went in and wrote that album mm-hmm. because of the limbo that he went into after the death of Kobe and how he he was saying like that when Kobe died a part of his in- innocence and yes. his childhood yeah. died with with him exactly and yeah. I felt like I related so much to yeah. that and and it sounds like you yeah feel the so same. that was that was it for me because people don't know that like one of the main connections that I had with my father was the Lakers mm. Kobe yeah my experiences playing basketball he took me every Saturday he you know took me to my first Laker games man I was able to take him back to the to the uh, Staples Center back then. You know, times got hard, so we couldn't yeah. get, you know, the Laker games that we wanted to go to. Right. So for me, it was like a lot of deep connections. I remember one year we lost. I think it was when we lost to the Celtics. I think oh. we, when we lost to the Celtics. Yeah. Um, me and my dad started crying together, just like on yeah. some like. Yeah. Um, soft masculine yeah <laughs> but yeah we just uh we started crying together and we just knew like dang like we really love like the lakers yeah and kobe had a, a a really really great connection of ours because um with our family we knew that this is how we sat down together and were able to have conversation right you know and we saw kobe go through everything that yeah. he went through yeah you know so for us it was like a motivation into our lives Mm. and so that was kind of like my last jaw like the last connection Mm. that I had seeing Kobe like branch out and do his um being a father and being everything that he was in life was inspiring for me as well you know just being like wow he's doing exactly what he wants to do he's really happy doing what he want to do right so money was never the issue he didn't look for um the money component he didn't become the movie producer he just did what he wanted to do which right. was right it yep. was at oftentimes as coming from a basketball player that's the soft thing to do you know like you're uh, a writer like yeah, you're yeah. really gonna write what are, how are you gonna make money off of that that's yeah. all you heard like growing up so huh. you know that connection it felt like wow like i have no more guidance because mm-hmm. i felt like a lot of my dad's teachings were kind of just like all right look at kobe like see what he's doing he's wow. working hard every day yeah and so it kind of made me listen to my dad's voice do that you know huh. like i was felt like that was the last straw of him actually being alive yeah so anyways 
um, just to fast forward, that was pushing me. You know, mm-hmm. like when Kobe died, I was like, all right, now it's time for me to lead the way. Right. Now it's time for yeah. me to sprout. Keep and the legacy going. Keep the legacy going. I've learned yeah. everything that I, I needed to to become the man that I want to be. Right. And so uh, recently I had um, struggled with anxiety disorder. Mm. Um, and I say anxiety disorder because it wasn't just the anxiety attack. Um, I was afraid of the incoming next anxiety attack yeah. that I was going to have. And I didn't know what really triggered it. Mm. I was working out and all of a sudden, you know, I'm just working out and I know that I can't catch up to my breath mm-hmm. faster than I need to or recover yeah. as fast as I wanted to. And I was very troubled by it. You know, I yeah. just couldn't catch up at all, you know, and I've been pushed in workouts plenty of times. Right. So this one felt different. And so I wanted to go to the hospital and I felt the need to, you know, kind of relax after that point. Hmm. And so just to dive deeper into everything about, you know, toxic masculinity, I ended up doing therapy that I felt like that was the last thing I was going to do. Right. You know, because as men, we're not taught to Mm -hmm. consult. Yeah, one another. She's got to deal and with it. Being able to, I was ashamed to actually come out and say that on the podcast. Be like, should I say I had anxiety? Uh, you know, like that thought of yeah. that's something that we've done like subconsciously our whole life. Right. We're not we're taught to, you know, suck up your tears, yep. don't cry, yep. don't cry. There's so much things that go into that psychologically for me that I felt like it's hard for me to even say that I reached out to three, four therapists and mm. I, every time I had anxiety, I called somebody randomly just to figure out what I was going to what I was, what was I feeling? Right. You know, and every time it made me feel better. So yep. it got to the point where I understood that this wasn't a physical thing. It was emotional. So mm. I had to do things that I, normally didn't want to do right and I realized that I was suppressing a lot of emotions in my past so it made me anxious for the future because how I process my thoughts were um this shit happened yeah it's not gonna happen later on mm. mm-hmm. and so I was no longer in the present moment of having a conversation with somebody yeah I was no longer um in touch with emotion in the current state of whatever I was in. I was no longer grounded in just being who I wanted to be at the very moment. And so when I lost 50 pounds from a year ago, Mm -hmm. um, I got to 170 going from 220 and I wasn't even happy. Hmm. You know, it was still this level of dissatisfaction that I was just like, I I didn't understand it. I couldn't celebrate it. I just was like, no, let's keep pushing. Let's keep pushing. So it's over excessive. Yeah. So I felt like it was okay. Cause you, you know, you, uh, you watch Kobe, you watch people like that and you're just like, well, shoot, he went 20 years, you know? And there's a lot of things that go into that, you know, Mm -hmm. not saying that I wasn't capable of doing it, but it was a lot of things on the back burner, like mentally, um, keeping myself healthy. Right. You know, right. Like Kobe had a lot of meditation and grounding yeah. that he was putting in work in. Yeah. Think about his his rape case and everything that he had mm-hmm. to go through. You know, I now look at him way better 
than I've done in the past. Or even like a LeBron. Right. Like LeBron, like, he puts in work with yep. his recovery and stuff like that. Yep. So people don't know that side of him. But now I know, like, oh, shoot, like... There's more to it than Yeah, it's more to it than that grind. Yeah. yeah. And that's all we're taught as kids. Man. Like, run it out. Yeah. Suck it up. Yep. You fall, get up. Yep. But we don't actually acknowledge the scar. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you have to really analyze and figure out, like, what is, how does this feel? You know? Like, mm. I noticed that I wasn't really... My girlfriend, my, my fiance, you would tell me this all the time. She would always say, like, you know, you'll go in a group. And, like, sometimes you're not present. You're not there. Huh. And I'm like, dang, like, I thought I was. I'm listening, you <laughs> yeah. know? But now I understand, you know? Like, there's physical ways of being present, and there's also, like, there's ways of just kind of listening to people and understanding, like, dang, this is what he's saying. Because there's yeah. times when, like, I can have a conversation with you. Yep. And I'll be like, dang, what do you say? Like, I forgot. Like, yeah, yeah. was I even there? You yeah, know? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It got to that point, yep. you know? So, now I, I kind of know the power of meditation. Mm-hmm. I know the power of just anchoring my day, yeah. having morning routines, and just learning recovery, everything. Yeah, rest. Uh, rest. Yeah. I, I use four pillars in my daily life now. I use sleep, nutrition, movement, and um, breathing. Oh, wow. So wow. Okay. Those are four pillars that I think for health to optimize where you want to go in life. Yeah. It's pretty much how I break these down to let, myself. Let, let's break that down real quick. What yeah. does that look like? So I'm going to start with breathing. Um, just because breath has a lot to do with just the physical component of your day to day. You could determine, <clears throat> you could determine stress by your breath, right? If I noticed that when I was having anxiety, I couldn't deep breathe. You know, when yeah. I was doing therapy sessions, they said, you're not deep breathing. And I said, I'm, I think I can, you know, but it was such a buildup, you know, mm-hmm. that I couldn't like relax, mm. you know? So that's a huge radar of how you know that you're reaching like optimal health. Right. So if, if I have a client, if I have somebody that, um, training, I'm usually able to determine how well your body could adjust to stress. So if you're working out and you have no clue how to breathe, either one or two things, we need to learn how to breathe better mm-hmm. on our day to day, you know, and it helps you actually drop that weight that you want, hmm. right? Yeah. I was telling you earlier, I yep. was like, if you're breathing hard, you don't think about eating a piece of steak because you're not right. in that relaxation state, you yeah, know, you're yeah. not ready to eat that steak yet. Yeah. So a lot of times, like, you know, you'll go work and, you know, I don't know, you go work, you got to go to the next job and people more than likely go pick up a drive through yeah. meal that they need to eat. Yep. You're not in a relaxation because now you're driving and you're, you're eating on and you're on yeah. the go. So are you really absorbing all the nutrients Yeah, and all the things that you need in that meal? No. Right. So I learned how to um, teach breathing to um, minimize my stress. Mm-hmm. And one thing is how... If you can name one thing on the earth, right, that could kill you instantly, mm-hmm. it's your breath, right? So mm-hmm. if you hold your breath longer than two minutes, your breath is going to, two, yeah. three minutes, you're going to die, Yeah. right? So you got to build a hierarchy of where you could start from, right? Mm-hmm. So how the human mind works is that um, 
it was survive at all costs. Yeah. Right. So yeah. when I had my anxiety disorder, mm-hmm. whatever, I noticed that I was no longer in control of my mind. Wow. You know, like yeah. the mind body connection was that my mind was like, I was trying to push myself, but my body said, no, huh. no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I could tell myself that, but it's no longer the, the neurons that are the electric light that is going out my body saying, no, stop. Right. Whatever you're doing, stop it. So yeah. it's like an alarm system. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm able to, uh, I'm able to manipulate that through breathing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And right now, if, I, if I'm, like I said, like if I'm training somebody, I will, more than likely I will try to figure out how their breathing is. Yeah. So there's so many things that I do, practices that are, people do meditation. I actually work on meditation and breath work. So I'm able to learn how to relax after I work out, after I eat, after, before I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I, I use that pillar just because it's like the breath of life. Like, yeah. you know, like you yeah. have to be able to understand that in a better uh, context. And we don't. Right. You know? So right. I would say about 85% of the humans don't know how to breathe. You know, so I, I start that. by nasal breathing because mm-hmm. when... You are, then there's so many studies and researches about this that you could find out. Mm-hmm. But nasal breathing and the resting state is probably one of the key components to get your heart rate to kind of slow down and kind of relax and to, mm. you know, kind of have that healthy state yeah. of body. So I learned how to nasal breathe throughout the day, you know, just being able to just be conscious of breathing in and out through my nose and out throughout my nose. Mm-hmm. You know, when you breathe through your mouth, you're chest breathing. So, Mm. you're not longer it's 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 a build-up you know so i yeah. had to teach myself that so completely just wiping that away sleep um like i said let's go down the hierarchy list if you yeah. look at sleep if you don't sleep for 11 days 10 days whatever it is you're in that pattern right by se- day seven you're probably gonna go schizophrenic you're probably gonna go crazy and by day 11 you're probably gonna die huh yeah you know i'm saying yeah so when you have to conceptualize like losing weight, yeah, all these things, yeah, you gotta take in all components of health, you mm. know. So sleeping helps you recover the muscle. It helps you your memory. It helps mm-hmm. so many things that it's like a superpower, you yeah, know. Yeah. So being able to recover for the next day, yeah. So if I'm going to work out, right, mm-hmm. um. The more I'm pushing myself or lifting that bicep curl, right? All that's happening is muscle damage. Mm-hmm. I'm not building the muscle as I'm working out. Yeah. The building the muscle is coming when you go to sleep or you're in your recovering, yeah. right? That's what's happening. So you have to be in deep sleep. So I've learned to measure my sleep. Mm. I've learned to um, get great quality of sleep because just because you get nine hours doesn't mean you're getting great quality of sleep. Talk about so, that. Yeah. You know, I'm just giving you a quick synopsis of every pillar. Yeah, yeah. And then movement, you know. Uh, movement is something that um, I use in my daily because of we forget how to be kids, hmm. you know. Um, I said in the old podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is probably Christian believers. This is what I believe. and But you could find this in numerous studies and different yeah. research that um, there's so much impact into actual movement 
Mm-hmm. Right? So people like to go exercise. You're going to actually do the same thing. You're going to squat. You're going to jump a jack. Yeah. You're going to bicep curl. Yeah. The list goes on. Yeah. But there's so many different components to movement because we are the greatest move, moving pattern people in the universe. Yeah. If you take a cat, the jack cat could probably um, jump high as you, but it can't yeah. throw. It huh. can't break dance. Right. It can't do those things. Yeah, yeah. Right? So movement actually creates a different uh, neurological um, pattern in the brain. Mm-hmm. Like it brings this euphoria that it keeps us, you know? And yeah. when you think about it, if I'm balancing on like a, a monkey bar, right? Yeah. If I'm on one foot, what, what happens in that moment is that I'm actually staying present with that monkey bar as I'm standing on it. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you're not thinking about, oh, like, what I'm going to eat tonight, yeah, you know? Yeah. You're thinking about how the heck am I going to stay on this monkey yeah. bar? Nothing else matters. Yep. So when you think about the greatest moments in your life, yeah. right, it's always when you're in the moment of things, mm. right? So I, one of my best yeah. experiences was when I was on the basketball court, and I remember feeling like, dang, like, I'm doing moves that, it's just coming out. Like yeah. I, I'm like, they call it in the zone. Yeah, yeah. Kobe, yep. Mike, they call yep. it in the zone. What made these guys great is that they knew how to stay in that flow. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I call it the flow. Yeah. So movement for me is learning that flow, mm. you know, learning how to stay in the moment. Yeah. And so exercise is one thing, but movement is such a greater thing. So yeah, yeah. when I train people, I try to get them to understand that. Without uh, me actually throwing it at you, I want you to experience right. it, right? right? Because if I tell you, you're not gonna really get it until you really experience it. Like, yeah. not a lot of people have that. Not a lot of people have that uh, moment of I'm in a zone, mm-hmm. but we're all capable of it. Yeah, yep. you know what I'm saying? Yep. So I'm telling you my experience, but it's probably not. You probably can't sense that. Most yeah. basketball players could. Yeah. Yeah. And then my last one is nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed as I was doing my nutrition um, for losing weight, mm-hmm. and of course you go 40 days without eating, um, you're probably you're probably gonna you know yeah. pass away. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, um, nutrition is something that's big, and then sometimes as it's very flawed in the industry because um, certain things may not work for me and it may work for you. Right. I may be very sensitive to a piece of steak and it may be, it may work for you. Yeah. I was, I was sensitive to salmon and I love salmon and I'm Mm -hmm. like, dang, I can't eat salmon like that because every time I ate it, it was like my stomach was blowing up and I felt like I was just so inflamed up. Like it was just didn't make sense to Mm -hmm. me. So I started to really just try to figure out what works for me, you know? So fitness industry is going to give you, hey, here's a blueprint of how you lose weight. You got to get 0.6 to 1 gram of uh, protein for every pound you do. And I just saw that it was so flawed. And when you look at the ancient history and you look at all those things, these guys, like, think about Samson, Mm -hmm. you know? Think about these, these Roman people like yeah, Greek yeah. gods yeah like were they thinking about measurement of what they're supposed to be eating every day right. I'm pretty sure they were getting a high intake of food but like yeah I always think about like That's what did their food eat 
they're not measuring their food. They're not putting like, there's no yeah, way, yeah. you know? Um, and maybe I'm, I'm sounding a little ignorant about that, mm-hmm. but I, in my journey, yeah. I felt like I learned how to learn my body more. I learned how to create a connection with it. Yeah. Learn how to know what things I should be eating yeah. and be not Be more eating. aware. Yeah. yeah. And mix it up. Yeah. You know? As I was telling you, I was eating the same things every single day to the point where I started to create a food allergy out of it. Hmm. Right? And so I started doing research about food allergies. Yeah. Why can't I eat chicken now? Why my my glands feel like it's swollen up like every time I eat something like that? Huh. I was having it every day for like four, five, six months. And so eventually I figured out that the body is such a broad detailed thing that yeah you can't really catapult like you can't really i can't really give you a blueprint of it it's yeah. it has to be looked at in a neurological standpoint mm-hmm. so i'm talking more about the mind and how it connects things and how yeah. it says no yeah. stop it mm-hmm. no more and i was probably ignoring the food sensitivity to the point it just gave me a buildup so there's yeah. a lot of things that goes into it so that's really my breakdown of a four pillar that i use yeah. at the moment and I'm a student, so I'm yeah, constantly, yeah. I, I always like, I base these things off a of mental approach and just like being a kid, yeah, learning yeah. how to just be in that kid-like mentality. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. That's, that's so good, bro. Um, it's interesting because, I was, like I was mentioning to you earlier, I, I've, been, I've been working on getting back to a good level of physical health yeah in my life for the last and you're doing amazing at it by the way thank you bro yeah appreciate i noticed it. the difference as soon as i came oh for real yeah. dang let's go appreciate it, bro. <laughs> um yeah i mean i've been working on it for and and that's quote unquote working on it yeah for the last six years right yeah but i think it wasn't until this year that i decided I need to slow down. Yeah. And I need I need to be more intentional and more aware of mm-hmm. how I'm doing it and what I'm doing. I did start slacking off when yeah. it came to the pandemic. Yeah. Because which is going back to what you're you're talking about. Yeah. Because my focus, my priority was work. Yeah. And I was working so much that I couldn't pay attention to anything else. Like yeah. before before the pandemic closed down, uh-huh. uh I started going to play ball. Uh, at the gym with Ben, yeah. we're going after after I got out of class. Yeah, we'd go to twenty four hour fitness and just play basketball. Yeah, and and I was starting to feel better. I was starting to feel better. And why did you feel better? Why? Tell me what made you feel better. Is is it actually like feeling like you were slimming down, or it's actually just no. acting upon it? You know? Yeah. It, yeah, and that's what it was because I I wasn't especially like you. You're not gonna be able to see the the difference you know from a week to week probably because you know you see yourself every day right yeah but i think it was more a feeling feeling it i I was able to feel the difference yeah more than see it i was able to feel like yo i'm able to run up and down this court for a longer period of time now you know i'm waking up more energized right uh, my mind is a little more clearer, yeah. you know. So, so yeah. So, but going into the pandemic, my focus completely shifted, right? Got it. And 
And so now, after my hospital visit, so for those that don't know, mm-hmm. uh, back towards the towards the end of May, I uh, I started getting these bad abdominal pains, right? Yeah. And it got so serious that I couldn't bear the pain anymore. So I went to the ER and it was crazy because they were like, yo, you look healthy. Like, I mean, you don't look healthy, (laughs) but you healthy. Like, yeah, you know, and then like you're young and yeah, yeah. Everything doesn't look like the levels, the sugar levels, you know, your oxygen levels, all of that. Everything looks good. Um, and they, what they said was, you know, it's stress. Like mm-hmm. stress is a big cause of what what's going on and everything, you know, and man. then and then obviously your nutrition and all of that, right? So then, after that moment, I said to myself, "Yo, I do not want to come back here again because of this." So I had to make some shifts. I had to, you know, in during that moment before up to that point, my job I was I was juggling two roles, two resp- two positions. That are two full time positions, so yeah. it's it requires two people, and within those and under those two people, usually yeah. you have staff under those people, and I was just it was just me doing this right, juggling this. Obviously, I have volunteers helping and all that, but it's not it's not the same, right? Yeah. So, I had to decide. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. I don't want to interject. No, but go ahead. Did you ever like actually dissect the issue? I mean, like the the issue of you holding those hats did you sign up to have those two hats or did you feel like you were compromising yourself in the situation of yeah. signing up for this job before yeah 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 uh, i i'm the type of person that i feel like i, I could do it like yeah. you you asked me <laughs> can you do this absolutely yeah like you know i'm i've built that level of confidence that like Sometimes, you know, it ends up being bad. Yeah. But, you know, if, you know, I'm, I'm currently, I'm juggle, juggling a lot of things, but yeah. I feel like I've learned to manage it. Yeah. In a healthy way. Okay. Um, but yeah, I do think that if you, you know, if someone asks me, yo, can you, are you able to take this on? Yeah. I'm going to be like, yes, absolutely. You know? Is it because of the challenge of it or is it more so of, um, you feel like, hey, I just want to help people because I know you're, yeah, yeah. you're a very giving person, yeah. you know. But where do you draw the line of giving and actually looking out for? Maybe I should just kind of chill out for mm. myself. Yeah, you know, what is the great question? What's the the denominator for yeah. that? When does it stop? You know? Yeah, and to be to to be honest, before going to the ER. Mm-hmm. I would have never even considered that question. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I would have never even considered, you know, when when is it unhealthy, right? Because like you said, I, I do. I love to serve. I love to, like, you know, I work. I get to work at a church, which it, it's interesting because in my head, in the way I see it, mm-hmm. is if I'm, if I get paid to work at a church, that's yeah. a blessing now I feel like I also want to volunteer my time because I I don't want to lose that aspect of I'm here to serve. I'm not here for a paycheck, right? Yeah. So so that's what makes me want to volunteer even more and do more. 
So before going to the ER, I wasn't thinking, nope. yo, how is this going to affect nope. me in the long run? <laughs> I was just thinking, yo, I just want to give. I'm in the moment. I'm. This is the perfect time because I'm single and and I got I don't have other responsibilities outside of this. So let me just give it my all, right? But then when I hit the when I when I went to the ER, I realized no, this is I'm only if I continue this way, I'm only gonna last for so long because I am hurting myself. I yeah. am, you know, draining myself down and you know, there's a reason why that you know you hear like people say like, in order for you to pour out onto others, yeah. you gotta make sure your cup is filled, right? Yeah. And you're being poured into, yep. and you're filling your cup constantly. Yep. So, so yeah, so I I started becoming more aware of okay, I gotta give up on these responsibilities because I need to. I can't be stressing over these things and I can't be overworking myself in these things. Yeah. I got to sacrifice some of these things. And so I started doing that. Then I started adjusting what I was eating. Yeah. I started, I love coffee and so I had to give up. On it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and so I had to give up coffee. You know, now I'm back on it. Like every now and then I'll have some, but it's nowhere near like to where I was, like how I was, you know, drinking coffee like every day twice a day if i have coffee literally mm -hmm. i would have like i don't know like i'd be going nuts yeah. i i drink coffee and yeah. that's the only reason why it's good like i love drinking coffee but the only reason why i don't drink it is yeah. because i feel like my heart rate is going way too high yeah yo the man is here the legend is here so Usika just just dropped in the host of the Neck Down podcast. Yo, grab a mic, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Can I even plug in like that? I don't think so. Nah, I won't be yeah. able to have to pause it. Damn. And it would it would have been a, a good conversation for you to dive into, bro. Yeah. Pause it, dog. Nah, nah, nah. Keep keep what you guys going, dog. It's all good. Alright. We're gonna have to get you back. Get you on, bro. <laughs> that was Usika, y'all. That was the man. Um, my my bad, Jamie. Was no. where were we? Uh, yeah, it was about you and about yeah, yeah, like yeah. everything that you're taking on and load wise, and then you're also talking about just like how oh yes you would have never no yeah. you're you're talking about the coffee stuff yeah the coffee yeah 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 so yeah if I had coffee man it'd just be going nuts I don't know I just. I try to keep it very minimal. I used to try to like drink it just because, you know, I was getting like yeah. poor sleep. And I was like, you know what? Let me just take this little coffee and make me feel better. But yeah. now, like, I know for sh for fact, like, I can't even drink it right now. So, mm. yeah. yeah. And you see, now, now I, f I feel like I don't really need it. Like, sometimes I'll just have it just yeah. to, like, you know, just because I like it. So I'll, I'll, like, treat myself to it, you know. But I've definitely changed completely like what how i'm eating what i'm eating and and now i'm i'm i've decided that my the key for me is going to be consistency yeah you know so i'm i'm not making drastic changes that i know i'm only going to be able to like you know keep up for a few like a few 
months or something or a yeah. short amount of time, right? Yeah. I'm looking to 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 make a healthy change and make it permanent in my life. So I'm cutting down, you know, little by little. For example, I was talking to, to Beast. Yeah. Right? On Saturday, I believe, we, had, we, went to, we were going to get food. And, you know, we we're talking about, he was just mentioning, like, you know, you know, because we always get, like, one of, the, one of the things when we eat out, we usually get Chipotle. Um, right? So, but we always get chips. We always get a bag of the chips. Guac and chips. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, and I went today, and because Beast was like, yo, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to cut off the chips. I'm not going to have the chips anymore. Man, that must have you know? hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he was saying, he's like, I would have never done this, but I have to. Yeah. And so I was like, I was like, you know what? Like, it's probably a good, like, a good, it's a small change. Yeah. But it, it's a good change. Like, you know, and then I, I went today and I saw like, yo, that's 500, that's 500 calories right there. Right. With the chips and stuff. So I was like, yo, just that, just taking that off is a big change. And, and so I'm trying to find those little things, right? Yeah. Little things that, that I could change and, and in order to better myself. Right now that you're mentioning sleep, like, I'm yeah. terrible at that, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I function with four hours of sleep, five hours of sleep. Well, literally, two of the pillars. Mm-hmm. You learn how to breathe better and sleep, mm-hmm. you could lose weight off of that. Game changer. Without working out. Yeah. But our fitness industry and just everything we know is so like backwards. Yeah. So well, because you can't you can't sell that. You can't. Right. And it doesn't. The thing is, the human body is so amazing that like it can heal itself. Yeah. Like it just it's capable of so much more than what we know. Absolutely. So if I'm able to like not sell you a product, you know, right? Then nobody would be coming to us yeah. nobody would be asking to train yeah. you know nobody because it seems so simple yeah you know so yeah that's why but, those things have to sell yeah you know yep. let, me, let me ask you this just going back because I, I wanted to ask you this earlier with with the whole sleep stuff yeah what what is what has been a healthy sleeping pattern for you what, what have you found works for you because I've heard different things. I've heard like Kevin Hart, for example. I don't know if you heard when he was in in the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh no, I didn't. No, he was so he was talking about sleep, and he was saying like, for him, five to six hours is is all he needs. You know, if he does, if he gets seven hours, it's like he's treating himself to to an extra hour of sleep, and he's good. Yeah. But he says if he sleeps more, he do, he doesn't. He feels crappy. Like yeah. But five to so. six hours, it's like. Let's so go. I talked about the quality of sleep. Yeah. Right. So right. what happens is that you have four stages of sleep. You know, you have wake, you have light sleep, you have REM, and you have deep sleep. Mm. So they try to, what happens is, is that your sleep cycles are broken up mm. based off your, the delta, your wave length in your brain. Yeah. So what happens is that a lot of people who are getting five to six hours of great sleep um, may think that they're getting good sleep, but there's no way to really measure that. So mm. I use different things. Like for me, I use whoop bands 
um, they should probably offer me a check because I'm yeah. promoting them. <laughs> yeah. like, um, I use Wuband just because it helps me track what cycle of my sleep am I being more effective because I could get eight hours of sleep and probably have one hour of deep sleep. Mm. So when I know I'm having a great sleep is when I have two hours to three hours of deep sleep, mm. right? So if I had times where I've gotten a whole week of two and a half hours of deep sleep and I was probably getting like six hours of sleep. Mm. So yeah, I, was, yeah, yeah. I was one of those. Like yeah. I was feeling great, wired. Yeah. And so when I was having my anxiety, I was getting probably 50, 30 minutes of deep sleep. Wow. And the next morning, I could feel like everything just rushing into my body. So I knew like for a fact that I was not getting the quality of sleep that I have. So yeah. some routines that I usually do when I know that I want to have a great quality of sleep is that I try to stay away from eating two hours before I go to sleep. Mm. I don't drink anything two hours before I go to sleep. I make sure my room is at 60 degree core temperature. I make sure, I call it man cave in my room yeah. because it's completely dark. I don't, I don't, um, I don't have nothing that's showing, no light. Yeah. And if I do, if I'm on my phone and I'm having like a busy day or something like that, I have blue light blockers. So I wear glasses to kind of block the light on my phone or any other light that's in the room. So I take it kind of rigorously because I have yeah. a two-hour routine. So once I know I'm about like 8 o'clock when the sun goes down, mm-hmm. it's called um, circadian rhythm. So it's kind of like your body's way of, um, it's a radar of now is the time to kind of rest and go to sleep because the light is going down. Your body has those signals. Yeah. When you get up, when I get up in the morning, I try to get like that light immediately, get some sunlight, get some light exposure let my body know that it's time to wake up. So I lift my windows up. I go on a walk. I do all the little things that are necessary for me to like kind of have that mind body connection, you know? So I do a lot of things. Um, And so at times you see the difference when you're able to um, be more effective and create a routine for yourself. Because if you don't create a routine, you're going to take that piece of snack. Yeah. You're going to drink that uh, water because you're probably going to feel thirsty after it. Yeah. Um, you're going to forget to, yeah. you know, probably make your room cooler than it needs to. Oh, and I take a hot shower. So I take a hot wow. shower to kind of like relax my body. That's what's necessary for you and um, for you to relax and kind of have that treatment for yourself. And then yeah. in the mornings after like I do like a light jog or something. I will have a cold shower. So mm. there's this big hype around the cold shower therapy. I yeah. do it for about 30 seconds because I'm black <laughs> and I ain't trying to be in the cold water for too long. <laughs> black people don't do good with cold showers. <laughs> and I can't seem to like relax. So I'm trying to learn that. So that's like yeah. my little thing. Like I'm trying to, especially after like my whole anxiety, I was like, dang, I'm going to go. There's so much neurological like research that goes behind that. Yeah. Um, and for people who want to kind of research more about that, look up Wim Huff. Dude is incredible. Okay. Um, so there's so much thing that goes into it. So there's, like I said, there's Man. so much studies that's coming out. But I just learned how to have a routine for myself. And yeah. so, like last night, I was so happy because I had a great routine. Yeah. I, uh, I slept good. And, you know, you feel it. When you wake up and you feel that little fogginess and you had eight hours of sleep, you didn't have good quality of sleep. Mm. Yeah. I try to not have an alarm clock. So since it's COVID, you yeah. know, like 
now is a good time for people to kind of like learn those yeah. sleep cycles you know like if hey if you're not getting that unemployment so check yeah. like you should try to like get yourself to create those new habits for yourself yeah. so i was really trying to dive in and i found a routine for myself that like i try not to compromise for anybody mm-hmm. you know i put down my phone at a certain time um and like i said if it's a really really busy day and i can't you know put down my phone for some reason then i put on the blue light blockers and yeah that's a little bit of an investment um but like i said um that mind body connection for me was such a like i cared about myself more than anything right you know? in order for me to be effective in the world mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to put myself first Come on. you know yep. what i'm saying yep. so all the things that i have practices for myself yeah. it may be od or it may be crazy to certain people but you haven't been able to experience what i've been able right. to experience right. so for me it's like it's all about experience you know mm-hmm. like all right, if if I'm eating something, right, and I know it's crap, yeah, right, yeah, it gave me a huge stomach ache. You know, when you saw the meme where somebody's on the ground, I mean, in the toilet, and they're just kind of holding themselves, <laughs> and they're just full of regret. <laughs> yeah, I hated those moments. I'm like, dang, why I eat that? You know, like I yep. should have never did that. Yep. Like for me, like when you have an experience like anxiety, yeah, and you're like looking at death, yeah, you're gonna do whatever it takes to make sure mm-hmm. you don't feel that again yep. you know it's there yep. but it's 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 just that like I wanted to be able to control it yeah, yeah. you know so my sleep is very important to me and so I w- I'm glad to share that wisdom of just learning how to break that cycle you know Absolutely. and sometimes when I'm like having a poor sleep I just put down the weights I yeah. just say hey my body needs to recover yep um let me figure out what I need to do to be effective. So, yeah. And that's that's why it sucks because we live in a world where you got to make that dollar. You got to you right. gotta pay whatever you got to pay. And, yeah. Especially you know, here in L.A. It's like, a, yeah. like you're you're always on the move. Like, right. Life here is it really sucks. fast. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, that's why, like I was saying, like yep. COVID is so high. This is my theory. But I think COVID is so high in L.A. because L.A. is a fast moving yep. city. Like we, we prioritize everything else. But our health. And when you, like, the people I, that I've seen that had COVID or the reports that have is people who have not took care of their health at all. Absolutely. And they feel the symptoms the most. And it's like, you know, it's like a wake up call. Yeah. You know, like you can't, you can't really like be mad at it at the same time. It's like, it should take precautions. Like, all right, now it's time for me to take care of myself. Yep. You know, so. Like I said, it's just until you have that life-altering moment, you're going to do whatever practice that's needed to help yourself. That's why yeah. I asked you that question. I was yeah. like, bro, like, did you think about, like, yeah, yeah. yourself? Yeah. You know? And because even for myself, I do that all the time. I'm like, dang, I want to help people. Right. But I know I'm, I'm only effective if I'm in tune with the star yep. player, which is me. Exactly. You know? Yep. And so, yeah, bro. Yeah. Let me... Let me let's pause here for a second because um i think going back to what you were saying i do feel like when i decided to slow down with the amount of work that i that i had taken on on myself yeah it's funny because a few weeks later talk about what you were feeling though like 
mm-hmm. all the thoughts that were coming to your head as you were at that hospital bed, like, yeah, what were yeah. you thinking? Because yeah. I want people to know exactly yeah. how you felt. Yeah, yeah. Yo, like, so. the thoughts that are actually <laughs> pouring in and right. telling you, like, all the things, all the bad things that you needed. Well, and here, here's the worst part, yeah. is I didn't even get a hospital bed. Yeah. Like, they had me waiting <laughs> in, a, in, the hall, in the hallway for a while. So... Uh, yeah, I was mentioning to you earlier that, you know, at first it was, the pain was in, in a certain area, right? It was like in the top, top left, um, abdominal area. And as soon as I got into the hospital and I started, you know, and I was waiting there and I, you know, and, and the thing is because, because of the whole COVID stuff, yeah, you know, I told my sister to leave. My sister dropped me off. Yeah. Told her to leave parents you know i was like nah you're good i had i had a friend ask if if he could come through and, and chill with me i was like you, you, you probably shouldn't um you know so i was there by myself so i'm just there with my thoughts right yeah and and i start thinking like man like yo this yo what, what if this is bad bad yeah. like what if this is because i had never felt anything like this and yeah. i'm and I don't ever really complain about pain. Yes. Like, I usually just, you know. Because as men, we're not taught to complain about right. what we're feeling. Yeah, yeah. You just deal in with it. In a physical, in a spiritual, yep. in an emotional, emotional yep. not able to analyze. You right. just suppress, suppress, suppress. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so yeah, so same, same thing. So... But but this was different. This pain was different. Yeah. Right? It was more consistent. And so I remember thinking, yo, this could be bad. And like I started thinking this could be cancer, this could be a yeah. tumor, this could be, you know, and I and it's crazy <laughs> because it got to a moment where I was literally preparing myself to hear the worst. Like I was wow. preparing myself thinking, yo, like if I gotta if I'm if this is my time to go it's gonna be my time to go and I just gotta make my wow. peace with it like yeah. yeah there was a moment where I really thought that because yeah. I was I and I started panicking I started and then I started breathing hard yeah. and this is something I didn't mention to you yeah. um I got an anxiety attack in that moment cause all those thoughts started making my heart race and I couldn't breathe and, and stuff yep. and, and I just felt my chest tighten up right yeah and so I remember going back to the to one of the nurses and I was like yo like my my chest hurts. Yeah, <laughs> like my chest hurts. And he was like, he was like, oh, we're we're gonna have to like check your heart. Like we're gonna have to do his yeah. EKG. I think it's called. And um, and you know, thank God they checked my heart and everything was good. Yeah. But, but yeah, I had a yeah. moment there where I was like, yo, this is it. Yeah. Like you know, and, and you could you could that's the power behind exactly what you're feeling though. Like yes. Over a certain period of time, like, if you could really, like, if you really felt what you felt, you literally downloaded all the symptoms that felt like you were dying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because of the words. You know what I'm saying? So, when I talk about, like, mental health has such a stigma to it, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, when you look at crazy people, right, Mm. you can't get upset at the way they see life because they're probably brought up in a, in a chaos situation, oh, yeah. chaotic situation. Yes. So to be mentally clear through yeah. that, it's, it's hard. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So we have to be more empathetic of that. Yes. Yes. You know? And so 
that's why like i I, it's very important that we could dive into that because even as men Mm -hmm. we're we're just like suppressing and then all of a moment like for me i literally had kidney issues overnight like kidney they're tight saying like they told me literally as a 27 27 year old young man this is abnormal for your kidneys to even look like this wow yeah like it's not bad right it's not it's just abnormal. Yeah. Like if I see a seven-year-old, right? Yeah. I, I would expect this. Yeah. But for a twenty-seven-year-old healthy kid. Right. Right. And that's man, the thing. You're 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 in the um, best shape of your life. Best right? shape of my life. You know, <laughs> like best shape of my life. Like I I wanted to joke, uh, get into CrossFit games. Yeah. You know, like it was just like this doesn't make sense. Like yeah, I've yeah. eaten healthy. I've always made fun of just like the people in my house. Like I'd be like, yo, like I, I eat the healthiest here. Like right. don't try to tell me what I'm supposed to eat or not right. supposed to eat. And then I realized I missed the whole muscle, which hmm. is my mental. Yeah. Your yeah. mental is so important. So important. So important. So like I downloaded because that night before, I'm telling you, like, I felt like I was like, y'all, I'm about to die. Yep. I felt like I'm about to die. I'm about yeah. to go to the emergency room right yeah. now because I don't know what I'm feeling. And so I ended up having all the symptoms that actually kind of damaged my kidneys just a slightly bit. Man. You know? So that's the importance behind just, like, the body knows how to heal itself. Yeah. It has, like, this inner wisdom to itself. It yeah. knows, like, yo, like, you need to chill. Yep. You know? And we just got to pay better attention. To it. Yes. And, and I, w- I wanted to go into this because I think, I think it's very key here. The mind, we, we, we've ignored how, how important it is, how, how important that connection is between, between our mind and our body, right? Like, it, it, is, it is so important. You know, you Crazy. mentioned the whole thing, like, and we think about it like the whole, you know, whenever someone is, is depressed, right? We talked about this earlier, how, mm-hmm. you know, some people will overeat and some yeah. people won't eat at all oh, yeah. when they're depressed, right? And and then to add on to the amount of food you are or you're not eating, yeah, the emotional and mental state that you're in, right? You're mentioning how yeah. that affects how your yeah. body processes that food. And yeah. What the nutrients it takes or doesn't take, right? Yeah. So, I think, and and this, I think, I think women are more intentional about this, especially mm-hmm. nowadays. They're they're more aware of the mental side of things, the mental health, and all that. Yeah. But I feel like us men, like we we ignore it. Yeah. We've been ignoring it for too long. Yeah. And it's important because, like you said. We have so much that we want to give and that we want to do. Yep. But if we don't pause and take a moment and evaluate our lives and become aware of our lives. We got another guest coming in. We got another guest coming in. (laughs) You good, you good, bro. Yo, we're gonna have to pull up, pull up two mics. Yeah. I'm pull up a mic for Oos and a mic for Beast. You guys just started or no? Nah, we're wrapping up. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're almost done oh, here. Turn the real, you're just cut this out. Turn like I'm not even nah, you good, you good. 
You good, bro. But yeah, going back to to the whole the the mental state, right? The 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 how your mind you know, where your where your level is in 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 the sense of being aware, right? Mm-hmm. Of of processing your thoughts, of processing the circumstances and the situations that you come across, right? Because yeah. that plays a lot. There, it's crazy because there's so much that plays a part of yeah how you're living your life and whether you're living healthy or not, right? Yeah, you're you're talking about, you're mentioning all these things about your routines and yeah and turning certain things off and 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 doing this two hours before you go to sleep and how that's gonna affect you yeah and not affect you and. And then you add you add to that the problems or the situations that you're dealing with on a day to day. Yeah. Right. And then you add on to, especially when you're a person that cares for other people, you add on the problems that you're intaking yeah. from other people and and those thoughts and all that that yeah. you're processing. If you don't take a moment to just pause, and there's this there's this uh, doctor. Her name is De- uh, Doctor Caroline Leaf. She and she mentions how it's very important to taking a moment before you go to sleep to detox your mind. Yes. And, and just make sure take, you're shutting it off. You're shutting it off. Oh, and, I forgot to mention that in sleeping. Yeah. So I do breath work right before just because um, I want to be able to relax and I want to be able to physically shut my body off. Yeah. So like I literally talk to my body. Like people don't understand. Like I really be like feet shut off like yeah, yeah. i literally say good night to every part piece of my body mm. so i know that my mind is not going all over the place you know right and that's why you know <laughs> a lot of time people have these dreams because like what's yeah. going on is is that the mind is going and the yeah. body is just shut off like yeah. you know no longer have those motors that are working for you but right. your mind is keep on going and takes yeah. you to a different place so you go to sleep yeah still thinking about certain things right yeah well the mind doesn't shut off at all during you go to sleep but if you're able to practice if you're yeah. able to it's no it's no different than like if i'm shooting a jump shot and i want to kind of like practice that jump shot and make it look the same every time like right. over time you're building a muscle you're yeah. building something that's that's going to work for you long term. So yep. anxiety was a buildup of a lot of things. Mm. You know, it's the way you process things, yeah. you know. And that's why we talked about, like, putting yourself first and figuring out what works for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what works for me may be different than, may be different than Kevin Hart. Right. You know? Right. And there's so many things biologically that we intake from our parents. Yep. You know? What we believe. Why you believe in helping people. Yeah. You know, some person may think otherwise. They may mm-hmm. think about building businesses. Right. Right. But we want to help the people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm triggered by certain things that wouldn't trigger that person, you know. So, so true. just learning um, all the emotional, all the mental, how it affects you. Yeah. You know, you manage your bubble inside of you and, and you just allow that to be as effective and efficient as you can. Then you go from there, you know. Yeah, so yeah. there's a lot of things that I do also that are affecting my sleep, which is I make sure I cook for myself. I make yeah. sure I um, I make sure I do like little cleaning. I make mm-hmm. sure my room is super clean before yeah. I go to sleep, because what happens when you're well for me and I'll give you a, a yeah. little example. Yeah. My mom used to whip me. 
if I had a towel on the ground, right? Yeah. So for me, like, I'm a little OCD, like, when it comes to, like, cleaning. Like, yeah. I can't, my mind, like, my mind, and this is what the mind does if I'm going to sleep like that, it's distracted. Mm. It's scanning the room. Yeah. It's knowing that something is going on. Yeah. And it's not shutting off. Right. You know, so I have to clean my room. I have to make sure that if I don't like something, I have to fix it in a mm. certain sense. And sometimes if I don't want to fix it, then I'm have to talk to it. Like I have to have that connection to it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so there's many things that I do that may seem weird to the average person, but yeah. Hey, it benefits me. Yeah. Whatever and it, works. And it's effective. Yeah. You know? And you think about it, right? When you think of addicts, mm-hmm. when you think about that food item, mm-hmm. is it really that hard to just avoid a food item? No, mm-hmm. it's just a choice, right? Yeah. But it really does feel that hard because over a t- period of time, yeah, right, what happens is that you're not in control of your mind. Yep. If I told you to close your eyes and meditate, mm-hmm. can you actually look at your mind and see how it, it, it takes all these thoughts? And can you make a difference between yeah. your mind and the being, which yeah, is yeah. you? You know, yeah. so this is why I do meditation because it helps me build that muscle of being present with people yeah. and learning my thoughts because yeah. I wasn't learning what I was intaking right. or digesting. Yep. You know, I was just going, 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 going. Yeah. And give me this, give me that, and let me lift some weights. And yeah, yeah. Nothing was taken care of. So what happens is that alarm system goes off mm-hmm. and it says, chill the frick out yeah chill out dude like you know that's so true and so let's go into just as males you know there's so much responsibility that goes into our daily lives right so we're always thinking about providing that's number one core essence of us we must have drive in the world yep so our 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 fathers, right? Yeah. They teach us that you got to get up, you got to work, mm-hmm. you got to provide, you got to protect, you got to make sure that everybody in the house is secure. Yeah. You have to make sure that you don't look a certain way. You got to look strong. So right. you have to you have to have this certain persona. You have to have this certain physique. You have yeah. to have all these things. So the level of responsibility that goes into that, um, it could be very draining because... Huh. At the same time, you also can't analyze the situation. Yeah. So if I take a little girl and I take a little boy, right? Mm-hmm. And both of them scraped their knee. And I came into the house and, you know, I went into mom or dad. They say, don't cry. Suck it up. Clean it off. Walk. But if little baby girl came in there, they'll pick her up. Say, mm-hmm. what's wrong? Can we clean it for you? How does it feel like? Does it feel like this? Yeah. She's already analyzing her situation. Yeah. She's analyzing the pain. Yeah. Right? And you think about it, I broke my arm one time, right? And I remember the feeling of me breaking my arm. I literally broke my arm. I didn't cry for that first second. Uh-huh. But as soon as I saw my arm, what happens is that the mind starts to go like, there's a threat. Yeah. Your arms is two ways. Like, they yeah. split. And immediately I started to feel the pain. You get what I'm saying? That's crazy, yeah. And so... What happens is that a lot of times we just, as men, we need to understand like how to analyze the situation mm-hmm. and see it for what it is and mm-hmm. accept it. Because yeah. I noticed that I was building anxiety because I couldn't accept it. 
Mm. The more I resisted, the more it persisted. Yeah, so yeah. the more I felt the pain of yeah. me and I couldn't shut it off. Yeah. So the worst feeling was me actually not being in control of my mind. Right. So I learned how to surrender in those moments. I learned how to just be like, hey, like, it's okay. You yep. have anxiety. Hi, anxiety. You're just protecting me. Yeah. You're telling me there's a threat somewhere. And that's okay because you love me. And right. that's literally my self-talk. Like, huh. I love you too. You know, huh. thank you. Thank you. Pain, go away. That's the power of it. So when, you, when you're dealing with a person, and mind you, I was dealing with a lot. You know, like, I'm thinking about everything in the future. I got a wedding. Yeah. I got... I got a house. Mm-hmm. I got a. I want to think about kids three down three years. I'm, I'm projecting my years. You're planning it out, and I'm doing it day by day. Yeah. And I'm no longer present with nobody. Man. You know. Yeah. It, all that matters is that I execute it, yeah. and I learned that from working out. If I did this and I could do this, I could. I'm a monster. I could do whatever I want, and yeah. I felt that. I felt that. Yeah. And I told you this. The moment it really hit me was the week before when I had my anxiety attack. I had the most meaningful prayer that I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, as I told you, bro, like, I literally felt the minute I said that prayer, I was like, yo, God heard me. Mm-hmm. Like, that penetrated. Like, that pierced. That pierced. Right. Somehow. Yeah. So I knew something was going to come. Yeah. But I knew it was going to be in a form that I didn't know. Mm. And this happened. And then immediately I knew, like, I've learned so many practices along the way that I've learned. And there was so many, it was a different light of the world that I saw. Like, it literally changed my whole entire life because I felt like, like I told you, I was building every muscle, but, like, I was not building my mind. I was not being present. I wasn't happy with the now. I was not happy with my current state. So I would probably got these things, but I probably wouldn't have been happy. Yeah. I was at 170, but I wasn't happy. Right. Why? Because the power is in being progressive. Yep. It's not actually having the result. Yeah. You're being fulfilled at the moment. Yeah. So when everything happened, I had a crying very, like, I still cry to this day. Like, mm-hmm. and it's okay for me to cry, people. Yep. Right? Yep. Tell them. And I'm telling you because I sometimes come out to the world like this person that never cry. You know, even at my dad's funeral, I didn't cry in front of people. Hmm. But to me, I started to appreciate just being able to hug. Yeah. Like, I went to my mom, and I was like, Mom, I just want to hug. Yeah. You know, like, that was like, and I started crying it on her arms. Like, I just want to hug. I didn't take the moment to really appreciate people for what they were. Because that moment when I really had an anxiety attack... I had a moment where I felt like I was going to die. And when I felt like I was going to die, the only fear that I had was that I have so much love inside of me and I'm not, I'm not letting that exist in people's current state mm, of life. Yeah. I'm not even present with people. Right. Right. I may be the nicest person to you at this moment or I may be good to you, but I could give you so much more that yeah. I feel like I want to be. Yeah. I already am. I'm already passionate. I'm already, you know, I'm already th- these things, but it's about being in the now. Right. How you could be affected. I wanted to be ins- inspirational to people. Yeah. I wanted to be this big person and inspire thousands and millions. Yeah. But sometimes all it takes is just being present with the now. And yep. those things add on to you. Yeah. You know? 
so for me, I just learned that practice so much, so you know, good. and that's where I felt like I'm most effective now. Like, all right, if I'm if I'm able to help people be effective in the now, then they're always going to have this sustainable happiness that comes this euphoria. Yeah. You know, that is is very hard to have, you know, yeah. and I learned that God comes in spurts, mm. you know. Yeah. God comes in those sparks of moments, and I just look forward to those moments now. That's so good. Right? I don't want to miss those moments ever again. Yeah. Ever. You know? That's so good, bro. And you reposted me yesterday, but that's yeah. that was the meaning behind that for me. Yes. That post meant so much to me because I was like, wow. Like, that I used powerful. to thought I, sh- I needed to walk on water. Yeah. Because there was this moment where I was like, yo, like, I'm down and out, God. Like, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, I, I don't have as strong faith as I think I do, mm. you know? Like, my faith is not there. Yeah. I don't think I could walk. I don't think I could do this. Yeah. Like, if if I had to do this for the rest of my life, like, I don't think I have the strength to. Mm. So I started to appreciate everybody, just everything, just being able to have clear thoughts, yeah. have my feet touch the ground. It's a beautiful day regardless. Yep. Yep. You know? That's that's so good, man. And just to wrap it up, yeah. just to give people some context, that the video that that Jamie's talking about is, um. So if you don't know, uh, Pastor Stephen Furtick, yeah. he's a pastor at Elevation Church, and he uh, preached a message this past weekend. Uh, I I actually haven't. Did you hear the full message or no? I haven't. I was going to, I, yeah. but I was like, I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, wow, like that was everything yeah that was yeah. just like i don't even need to listen to anything else like yeah. it was so powerful it spoke to me yeah i was just like yo like yeah i was gonna go back but i was like nah like this is it. this moment yeah. right here is just so like powerful yeah so there's a clip on instagram uh that jamie posted of it it was like a two to three minute clip and yeah it was just very powerful yeah um it's funny because i reposted it because i felt so like I, it hit yeah, me right yeah. it hit me and then it's crazy because a few minutes later I reposted it you know I had a couple of people hit me up replying to it saying yeah. yo I needed to hear this yes like I needed yeah, this so bad too. so yeah. it's crazy how you know a lot of people you know were going yeah. through it and, and and the whole the whole idea of that video was um it's talking about Peter walking on water yeah and how he it was the boat situation with Jesus. And yeah. I remember that. You hear that yeah. Christian story all the time. It's like, oh, shoot. I never looked at it right, that way. Right, right. <laughs> and he was saying how he got close enough yeah. with his faith. He yeah. got close enough to Jesus that when he did fall and he doubted, he was already close enough to Jesus for Jesus to just grab him, right? Catch him. So yeah. And catch him. So, you know, it was just talking about that. And I've, and I've always loved that. And I, I've... I've kind of that I kind of learned a few years ago to like learn to I'm gonna do my part. Yes. And I'm gonna have faith that God's gonna do the rest. Yes. Right? And so I think it's 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 just so beautiful to live that way whether you know yes. you believe in God or not but just nah. trusting that yo. But just being centered. Yeah. You know? Like right. I learned that like all right, so I was thinking about that too. Like I was like, wow, like I really want to affect the world in this component now like mm-hmm. if they don't believe in god like how am i gonna put it in the context of i realize that you know the present god universe is always in the now 
yeah. universe, whatever you want to put yep. on it, um, it's in the now. Yeah. So if you're not being able to be effective in the now, yep. then you're inefficient. Yeah. You know? Right. Like you have to learn how to be centered and find that because the mind is actually crazy. Yeah. And it's interesting <laughs> that you're saying this because I, I, I consider myself someone that dreams a lot. I yeah. love dreaming. Yeah. I love thinking about the future. Yeah. But I tend to think about the future so much yep. that I forget to put in the work in the present yeah. that's going to get me to the future, to that mm-hmm. dream, right? So it is so key for 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 any, anybody listening. Like, if you, if you could take anything, you know, within any aspect of your life, right? Physical, mental, emotional, career, yeah. anything, relationships, right? We all have dreams. We all have aspirations. Yeah. But if you don't do what you have to do now in those areas, yeah. you're not going to get there. Right? Yeah. You have to learn how to take live in the day now by day. and take it day by day. That's right. Yeah. Kobe Kobe used to say that all the time. Now, this is the part yeah. where I told you I really understood him. Yeah. He says, in order for me to be the great or be one of the greatest, mm-hmm. I did something every single day. Yep. And I said, he said, I got up at four. Mm-hmm. And I think I said it in the last one. I got up at four. I worked out until six. Yep. Go rest and recover. Do what I had to do. Maybe go 11 yeah. to one. Yeah. Rest, recover. Six to eight. And I already got three workouts in. With an average basketball player, NBA player, probably doesn't love it as much. Yeah. And he said, it was easier for me to be better than everybody else in the NBA because they got to where they wanted to go and they were satisfied being in the NBA. Right. So he said, so the average workout, you may be better than me right now by my rookie year, but 10 years down the line, I'm going to be way surpassed you. I already yeah. put in enough work that there's no way you could catch up to me. Mm-hmm. You know? And so now I understood the principle of how can I be most efficient in a day? Mm. Right? So I have my goal. Yeah. All right. If I can map out my goal, how can I be efficient on my day to day by anchoring my mind? Yeah. You know, so I have my morning routine. Mm-hmm. I make sure I meditate. I do whatever I have to do. Okay. All right. So now I want to get into CrossFit games or I want to get into some level of fitness. All right. How can I be effective today? How my body feel? Right. Yeah. And you can't let nothing compromise that. Right. You stick to those commitments day by day. You're like laying that brick. Mm-hmm. And you're building a wall. Yep. Right. And so you're no longer anxious about the future because you're present with the now. Yeah. You already are in flow of that NBA star that you right. wanted to become. You're, he was already knowing that he was great before yep. anybody told him. Yep. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. he was present. Yeah. You know, that's the that's power so behind good. it. Yep. Because now that I can see that, it's like I don't need you to verify yeah. if I'm something. Yeah. I have to keep the integrity to myself. Yo, how dope is that? You're, yeah. You just said that. That's so that's so good. Like, yeah. Like, I think that's the key right there. Yeah. Knowing that, yo, I'm great. Yeah. So that's why I'm going to perform at this yes. level. It's not, I'm going to perform at this level because I want to be great. Right. It's the opposite is... No, I'm great. That's why I'm going to perform at this level. Now look at it in a psychological component, though. So when everything was going on like this, right? Yeah. 
great people like Kobe mm-hmm. or Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. or other greats, they're always looked at as the cocky human being. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's just a whole different level of mental component that small people, I'm yeah. not going to say yeah, it in yeah. a bad way, but right. your mental is so much different yep. that, that you're right in a way, yeah. but they're also right in a way. So everybody's right. right. It's just yeah. about what do you want? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do to get to where you want? And that's what I love about Kobe's life is that he fulfilled every minute of purpose. Yeah. Didn't matter what you said about him. Yep. He was committed to what he wanted. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he executed. Yep. And that's why for me, that's like prophetic to me. Like that's like, if yeah. I had to teach my kid, I'd be like, yo, Kobe, I looked after this whole anxiety thing. I looked yeah. up every one of Kobe's routines. And I'm like, what did he do? I didn't know he learned from the greatest, one of the greatest Tai Chi masters, you know, like hmm. learning how to anchor himself. Phil Jackson, his whole philosophy was based off of um, how to stay present. Wow. Michael Jordan, how yeah. to stay present. Kobe, how to stay present. Yeah. You wonder why these guys are very effective in their yep. field. It's because they learned this principle, yep. you know, and there's many there's a physical component, there's a mental component, there's a spiritual component, whatever you want to put on it. Yeah. But you have to do what's necessary for you to become right. great. And yeah, bro, that's that's really that's so like good. the most powerful thing that I learned about everything is just like, hey, like I have to figure out what this means to me. Yeah. And how I could get myself to get going. And you're just like on this little journey. It's yeah. a little lonely in a sense, mm-hmm. but I only say that because how I believe life should be. Mm, right i believe yeah. that we should all be all together and like, right 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 i should I'm, i've been around my family my whole life so yeah. you have to learn those things about yourself yep you know yep. because your world is very mapped out differently mm-hmm. than mine yep you know and you see things very differently than mine yeah but we could we agree on things when we yeah. talk we agree yeah. on things and we learn from each other yeah yeah and we have to learn how to to like Learn from great things, like great yeah. principles from other yeah, people. Absolutely. And so a lot of people are very um, one-minded or they're very, they see things in a one-dimensional way. Mm-hmm. And that's what kind of like stops people from doing it. Because if you told me to meditate probably five weeks ago, I'd be like, nah, it's cool. I don't yeah. good. I just do like a little breath work. I'll just work out. Like, yeah. nah, I don't miss a day now. Hmm. I'm on like, on Headspace, I'm probably like on day, shoot. I've went like a whole month consecutively or like wow. three weeks. I haven't missed a day. It's like wow. nobody's breaking this routine for nothing. That's so good. Yeah. We're going to have to talk about that Yeah. Uh, again soon. Yep. But, man, this has been a great episode. Yep. Yo, this is, I'm, I'm excited for more of these conversations. And I'm excited for you bringing me on, bro, like literally. Yeah, man. It's going to be good. It's yeah. going to be good. Yeah, it's a powerful conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Well, Thank you guys for uh, tuning in. This was uh, Larry Alexander and my boy Jamie. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. This was the LOD Podcast. We out. See you guys.